Debt-ridden Zambia gets a 22 billion rand bailout in IMF. Yeah, well, but it's only if it's just about 10% of how much it owes already, Elvis, and that's the problem, right? It owes about $17 billion. And you know China has been writing off some debts to African countries using what is called debt diplomacy. I owe you money, you write off, you forgive my debt, but I know I'm indebted to you. That's how China gets the rights to mine all the minerals it mines from Africa. And if I've already done you a favor by writing off a debt, then I can control even more what you have but come in the well, IMF will come in and bail it out. It's That's the problem we've been talking about you and I over the past two, three years of over-indebtedness of African countries but the, the life must go on maybe if HH, the new president coming in as a businessman who has been making the right kind of noises, Elvis, and, and you remember he declined to take a salary he, he started cracking the whip on inefficiency in the public sector so maybe this time it will be a debt that's put to good use after all, Zambia is a rich country if we take the minerals it has including the copper that it's been mining over the years, and if they get it right get the royalty regime right and they might just be able to turn the corner. And then the first smartphone made in Ivory Coast caters for local users. Yeah, by a 34-year-old young man, graduate of information and communication technology from France. His name is Alan Kapochi. He's 34. He started working on this in 1998 when he was only 20. Let's think about it. Smartphones were not a big thing then, Elvis, 1998. It just tells you when we say backlog is opportunity in the in African continent. This phone responds to 16 languages. So he says he was inspired by Ivory Coast speaks about 60 languages, 6-0. This phone responds to 16 of the main ones. And he says he was inspired by his mother, who would have not been literate, but who needs to use the phone to make payments, to get information about the climate as a farmer. Remember cocoa production in that country? That's the world's largest cocoa producer. And they are just going in the right way. So he he's, he's an example of what young Africans who put their education to real good use can achieve. And then Kenya, they eyeing uh, Malaysia as the avocado market in 2023. <laughs> this is exciting. Kenya, remember, overtook or edged South Africa out as the largest exporter of avocado. You, we talked about it this very week or last week. Elvis about how their first consignment landed and was received in China. Now, China is 1.4 billion people, but the beauty of conquering China is that if you can make it in China, in Asia, getting to export your fresh produce there or your agricultural produce there, then you can conquer the neighboring countries of Thailand. Thailand, as you know, has millions and millions of people. The, the, the countries like Vietnam, which are in that neighborhood. So if you have been accepted in China, what, what, what the other country, what are the other countries going to do? The, the inspection team from this Malaysian country came in last week to inspect the quality, and it's almost a given that they will be getting a go-ahead. If they get into Malaysia, they can get into Vietnam, into Thailand. That's an additional 200 million people that will be supplying to over and above 1.2, 1.4 billion that they are selling to in China. Good going for Kenya. I'm very, very impressed with that country and what it is doing. I thought it was only focusing on ICT, but it's showing that it's using the land to benefit from agriculture, the true north of Africa.